It's March 3rd, 2022, and this is your Ukraine Daily Brief from the DSR Network. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Kotnor. The Russian military claims to have captured Kyrgyzstan, a strategically important city in southern Ukraine. While both the Ukrainian military and the Pentagon have disputed this, mayor of Kyrgyzstan said that Russian troops were in the streets and had forced their way into the city council building. If the Russians are able to hold Kyrgyzstan, it will become harder for Ukraine to move between the eastern and western parts of the country. At least 10 people were killed and 35 hurt in additional shelling of civilian buildings in Kharkiv. The Ukrainian military has said that Russia has sent in paratroopers in an attempt to capture the city, but as of now, it appears to be holding out. Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby said that Russia's push to Kyiv remains stalled. However, the city has taken significant damage. Ukraine's Interior Ministry reported that five people were killed and at least five injured following a Russian airstrike, which hit Kyiv's main television tower, which is located on the same site as Ukraine's most significant Holocaust memorial. The UN General Assembly yesterday overwhelmingly condemned Russia and demanded that Russia withdraw troops from Ukraine immediately. 141 of the 193 member countries voted yes, including countries who had previously not condemned Russia, including Egypt, the UAE, and Saudi Arabia. The resolution also specifically called out President Putin's decision to put Russia's nuclear forces on high alert. China was among the 35 countries that abstained. This was the first emergency meeting of the UN General Assembly since 1982. The U.S. postponed a scheduled ballistic missile test to avoid any misunderstandings. Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby said in a statement, quote, in an effort to demonstrate that we have no intention of engaging in any actions that could be misunderstood or misconstrued, the Secretary of Defense has directed our Minuteman III Intercontinental Ballistic Missile Test Launch, scheduled for this week, to be postponed, end quote. In a statement yesterday, the BBC has said that they have launched two new shortwave radio frequencies in Russia and Ukraine to share four hours of their World Service English news. This comes on the heels of Russia continuing to crack down on its independent media. Reuters is reporting that the European Union has approved new sanctions against Belarus, effectively banning 70% of all imports from the country. Reuters is reporting that the European Union has approved new sanctions against Belarus, effectively banning 70% of all imports from the country. Belarus has served as a staging location for the Russian military, and a recent constitutional referendum has allowed nuclear weapons in Belarus for the first time since they gave them up following the collapse of the Soviet Union. The New York Times had a blockbuster report yesterday claiming that at the meeting between Vladimir Putin and Chinese President Xi Jinping, prior to the Olympics, senior Chinese officials were made aware of Russia's war plans or intentions and asked Russia to hold off until after the Olympics were completed. Last year, the U.S. had been in diplomatic talks with China in an attempt to convince China to convince Putin to stand down. The U.S. later received intelligence that China had shared information from these talks with Moscow and said that they would not try to impede Russian plans. My take on this is that, as we've talked about before, China and Russia have been growing closer in recent years, and this report from the New York Times just proves what many already suspected. China has known about this invasion for some time. 
Now, China is not imposing sanctions and has claimed neutrality. I'm done. It's time for the U.S. to start isolating China and decoupling the global economy from this insidious state. I'm going to be writing a piece about this for DSR members to be put out tomorrow. So become a member to get my full analysis. IAEA Director General Rafael Grossi stressed his continued concern about the conflict in Ukraine and any military or other action that could threaten the safety or security of Ukraine's four operating nuclear power plants. He called for restraint for all actions that could jeopardize the security of nuclear and radioactive material. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi spoke to Russian President Vladimir Putin yesterday following the reports of the death of an Indian student in the conflict in Ukraine. A terse readout from the Indian government said that the leaders discussed the situation in Ukraine and getting Indian students out, specifically of Kharkiv, which hosts a number of universities. The Russian side claimed that the students were being used as human shields without evidence. The U.S. has launched a klepto-capture task force aimed to further pressure the finances of Russian oligarchs. The task force will be run out of Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco's office and will be responsible for investigating and prosecuting violations of sanctions. The U.K. was also considering action against oligarchs hit with sanctions that would seize their personal property without compensation. Prime Minister Boris Johnson told the House of Commons on Wednesday, quote, the vice is tightening on the Putin regime, and it will continue to tighten, end quote. The plans are being drawn up by UK cabinet member Michael Gove. As we reported earlier this week, while the ruble is losing value, Bitcoin was gaining value. It seems we weren't the only ones who noticed. French finance minister Bruno Le Maire said on Wednesday that the EU is working to find ways to prevent crypto from being used to bust the sanctions imposed on Russia and its oligarchs. In addition to the harsh sanctions levied against Russia's financial system, Secretary of State Antony Blinken announced new sanctions against Russia's defense industry. Blinken said that the entities that would be sanctioned include companies that make combat aircraft, infantry fighting vehicles, missiles, unmanned aerial vehicles, and electronic warfare systems. The U.S. also announced export controls on Belarus. Swedish Armed Forces said in a press release that Swedish airspace was violated by two Russian Su-27s and two Russian Su-24s. The incident was brief and took place east of Gotland out at sea. A response has yet to be announced. In a press release yesterday, the State Department said that the Secretary of State will travel to Belgium, Poland, Moldova, Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia from March 3rd to March 8th. Will be participating in a NATO foreign ministerial meeting and in a G7 ministerial meeting, along with a variety of meetings with European leaders. Yesterday, during a briefing for reporters, WHO Director General Dr. Tedros Adhaman Ghebreyesus called for a humanitarian corridor to be set up in Ukraine for humanitarian workers and supplies. Ukraine experienced a surge of COVID cases prior to the invasion. Today, we'll be following the second round of peace talks going on between Russia and Ukraine on the Ukrainian border with Belarus. However, hopes remain low for an end to the conflict. Immediately prior to taping, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov said that Russia was prepared to see the war until the end. He also parroted Putin's lies of Nazism in Ukraine 
and peddled a new conspiracy theory that the U.S. was worried about losing control of chemical and biological laboratories in Ukraine. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip or topic you'd like us to cover, please email us at udb at the dsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the Ukraine Daily Brief. So go to the dsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. Also, be sure to tune in to Deep State Radio today to hear more in-depth analysis with our special guest, Senator Chris Murphy. Stay safe and stay tuned to the Ukraine Daily Brief from the Deep State Radio Network.